Property Podcast. I'm Josh. And I'm Stella. And we're both real estate brokers here to cover various topics and questions that you may have about real estate. All right, today we have a special guest. His name is Luca. And I met Luca through skateboarding. Um, he actually has his own company. As a 17 year old, he has a company called Seattle Skate Features where he builds custom ramps um, and stuff. And I think it's mostly local, but now you're shipping. Yeah, we, yeah, we can we can ship domestically. I haven't really gotten too many orders yet. So most of our our businesses in the Pacific Northwest, but yeah, that's we, so cool. Yeah. That's so cool. And it seems like you uh, kind of made money from that company and and um, bought some property, and you're now an Airbnb yep. person. Yep, correct. Okay, great. Yeah, so we'll go into that in a bit. But I think um, as we start our rose and thorn, we'll have Luca um, do his for the week. Okay, so um, my rose for the week. Um, was putting up a giant tarp in uh, my friend's backyard to cover a big skateboard ramp that we built. And then uh, my thorn for the week was that I got a uh, speeding ticket. Oof. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Josh. Yeah. Um, so my rose for the week, I think I mentioned before that we're working on turning our garage at this house in West Seattle into uh kind of like an apartment and we've been making some progress on that so we got we're dried in for the the uh washer and dryer room in the bathroom um and so we've got a a shower in there and we're probably going to be kind of working on finishing that up that up pretty soon my thorn i mentioned a few times about uh this condo listing i have that we're under contract to sell and uh this this is one of those deals that just keeps you know having problems it never ends it it doesn't (laughs) um it looked like somebody may have broken in to the unit luckily we were already having contractors out there to fix the the leak that happened previously and so we were able to get everything fixed right away but did they take anything or break anything well it's empty it's not even staged oh they just I don't know how or why. Use the bathroom or something? Maybe, I guess. <laughs> they left like a cigarette butt in the sink. <laughs> it's like, in a, it's, it's gated. Dude, there's no way to get in there. Oh, I don't weird. even know like why. Hmm. Yeah, pretty strange. Um, but oh. yeah. Stella? Yeah. Well, okay. My rose is a very short rose. So what happened, I think, in one of the last episodes, I talked about um, that property in Bering that I wasn't able to purchase because I, like, got, I got cold feet and didn't want to put an offer in. But the um the contract fell through and immediately i saw it on the mls and i contacted the sales agent and was like hey i'm like totally interested can you give me a tour this weekend so um today he was supposed to give me a tour of the property so i was super excited about that but then the next morning my thorn hit he texted me and he said oh we actually accepted an offer and i was so mad because like i told him i was like super interested and i was gonna put an offer but he didn't even give me a chance mm. um and the offer i would have put in would have been pretty similar it would have been a conventional loan and then the, uh, but the other folks who got the um who won also had a rehab loan as a backup Goddamn. so um so that's why he went with it because he was like okay well if the conventional loan falls through you know we can use the rehab loan so anyways i was super bummed all week about that but um if you if you didn't get that deal it's because it wasn't meant to be but it happened twice, so... <laughs> <laughs> it still wasn't meant to be. I heard that on Bigger Pockets. 
All right, Luke, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> but I'm still pretty bummed. <laughs> so, yeah, that was my thorn. So, uh, I mean, this episode is going to be mostly about Luca, because mm-hmm. uh, we're super curious to know what details about what he's doing. Uh, I, right off the bat, what's going on with the tarp? Are you uh, moving in back yeah. there? Or? Um, well, so we have um, our workshop for the where we make the skateboard ramps is at my business partner's house. His name is Massimo. Um, and we have our workshop in the like backyard, and we also put in a big half pipe so a big skateboard ramp in the like the other part of the backyard and um we've been doing like community sessions every every week like once a week so people come over just to skate it you know have fun um and we covered the whole thing with a big tarp so that we can continue to have these community sessions throughout the whole winter because we're getting into the rainy season so it was a good investment of our time and I'm happy that we did it and um and it's pretty solid right now so that's that's why it was a good rose. Yeah, no, that sounds super smart and there's probably like even more demand in the winter when most yeah. of the skate parks are rained out, I would guess. Definitely definitely a busier season for us. And then do you guys get clients that way? Yeah, um I mean, we don't really try to push like sales too much or anything at these events. We just we just want to, you know, do something nice for the community. We just want to have people come and enjoy this big ramp because, I mean, I don't really skate. Um, my business partner does, but it, it, we don't want it to just be just for himself because it's, like, a pretty big thing. Mm-hmm. We want more people to be able to enjoy it. Cool. So how did you end up getting involved in this business? Well, it was actually uh, my business partner Massimo's idea when, uh, when COVID started and, you know, we went into lockdown school stopped and it went online and then he was skating a lot at his house and then he got like bored of just skating the flat ground so then he built himself a skate ramp and then he you know it was like he took the idea to me and he was like hey man i've been i built this thing and i think that we could sell these because you know if you think about a lot of other people or can't go to the skate parks and they're skating at their house and i was like I was like, yeah, I'm game for it. Like, I, I didn't have anything else going on. I was just playing video games. So <laughs> I was like, yeah, let's do it. And, then I, like, I thought it wouldn't be – I th- like, I kind of knew exactly what we needed to do. Like, I was like, business? I was like, okay, yeah, like, name, logo, website, you know, figure out what we need to sell. Just kind of, like, came natural. That's awesome. Hmm. So how did that roll over into real estate? Well, um, actually – Funny enough, the same exact day that my business partner took the idea to me was April 18th of 2020, and it was when we were playing video games. That's when he, <laughs> that's when he broke the news to me. That's when he, that's when he approached me about it. Um, and that was like at night when we were playing video games. But then that, earlier that day, I was talking with my mom. She came up to me. I was just like eating lunch in the kitchen or something like that. And she, she came up to me. She was like, she was like, hey, you know what? You know what would be a good idea is. Um, she was like, if you got a condo and you rented out on Airbnb and it would cover your expenses, your mortgage, and then you would make money on top of that. And I think you should really do this. Like she broke down the numbers. Like she was, she brought the idea of like getting an FHA loan. So I would only have to put 3.5% down and then I could just get the condo for cheap for a low down payment. And then, you know, rent it on Airbnb. And she, she gave me the idea. And that was the same day that my business partner brought to me the idea of, uh, the company of our ramp company did your mom know that or she was just like you didn't even have an income and she's like you should start <laughs> saving 
You no, know, she didn't. Yeah, I was actually working at a grocery store. Okay, okay. So I, I had like, I was working almost full time, and oh, I was wow. actually worked like through, through a good portion of, of 2020, even while I had, the uh, skateboard ramp company. But like, so you've been busy. Yeah, I was. I've always been super busy this this pandemic. Um, yeah, but like I was, you know, stocking shelves, and I was like, yeah, this money is to save up for a condo. Like I'd remind myself when I was, you know, working there at the grocery store. Well, yeah, I mean, you've got a big head start at this point now. On yeah, this that's type so of thing. awesome. So that's, that's really cool. I know some of our listeners might be curious, and I am as well. Um, were you able to use, like, your grocery store salary or your income from the uh, from the ramps to, to qualify, or did you need to get, like, a co-signer on the loan? So um, I, is, I don't have, like, any legal affiliation with the property because I'm 17. You have to yeah. be 18 to own property. So it's all under my dad's name, um, but I mean it's like he's really hands off. It's all like my responsibility, all my, all my doing. But um, so we didn't. Uh, so what we did to get the financing for the loan is we took a not a HELOC but a standard mortgage on the equity in his house. Mm-hmm. So he has his primary residence, and um, so we went to the bank. I called around different banks. I like try to find like, hey, do you guys? You know, could you guys do a standard mortgage? And he actually lives on a on a houseboat, so um, it's most banks they don't look at it as like a normal house. They look at it as I think they look at it as private property. I think that's what it's considered as. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot harder to get a good loan. Right. Um. So I called around a bunch of banks, like trying to find someone who could give us like, you know, the main the main the hardest thing that most banks didn't offer was getting the like enough money, like they like their max on like a on the houseboat was like 50,000 or something, which is not going to cover getting a, a condo. So I finally found the right bank at a good interest rate. So then we got, we got the standard mortgage out on this house. Um, and we got, um, $350,000 from them. And then we used that money to buy the condo cash. Okay. So you bought it cash and you basically gave your dad the down payment. What? We didn't even have to put a down payment. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it was it. just, I didn't even, I have like pretty much no, the only money I have put into my condo so far is like $2,000 for furniture. So are you paying, are you paying your dad? Like, are you paying him back monthly payments? So I, I, I don't like, he's not really involved. I just pay directly to the bank. Like, okay. And like the, just like the mortgage just comes Got it. out of okay, my okay, bank okay, account. Okay, yeah. okay. That makes sense. So the bank paid the bank paid for the condo. And you're paying the bank back, basically. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. What was your interest rate? I'm just curious. So I locked it in at four percent because my dad has a good credit, and I think they're like their normal was like four, or like maybe five percent, but we got it at four because he had good. Okay. Or maybe it was like I don't know four point five, but we got it at four percent. Okay. Like not that. bad. Yeah. yeah. Which is pretty good, and like, you know, like these times. This was in April, and uh, when we closed, so I closed April nineteenth. Um, of 2021 and like back then you know interest rates were, were super low they still offer pretty low now um but because it's like houseboat they couldn't oh. give us just like one of the like you know like two yeah. percent or something okay it's just because yeah. it was like the property was not a typical that right yeah, exactly house. okay i see just to clarify for some of our listeners because i think uh what you did is like a creative way to finance so you you paid for the house in cash quotation marks but you do have a loan and the right. loan is actually on a piece of property that right. your dad 
owns already. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, we have an episode we haven't released yet about creative ways for like a down payment and financing, mm-hmm. and we didn't talk about something like that, but yeah. that, that is definitely... Yeah, that's a good way to do it, too. Yeah. I would highly recommend doing something like this because, first of all, no down payment needed for getting a yeah, that's standard awesome. mortgage, which yeah. is really clutch. Um, and, you know, like, if if you don't have the, the, you know, the funding to get something, like, you could talk to, you know, your parents or your friend maybe who has property and you can you know work with them to get that money out of their house and just pay that back directly yeah so Mm -hmm. for sure so what are your monthly payments then on the you said you bought it for 350 yeah so so no um we got 300 we we plan on getting it for 350 but it's funny so when we, we were negotiating like around april time like the the housing was was like really cheap but then it was like literally like a week before we like put an offer in like the housing market jumped up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so like it w- we thought we we're gonna get it for like like 340 like 350 and then we got it and then like there was like a bunch of buyers like all the condos in that building because there was like eight condos in that building that hadn't sold for like a year and then that like same week like within a spend like a month like all all of them sold and there's like only two left it was like the one i got and like another one so like this it was crazy timing so we ended up getting it at three hundred eighty-five thousand. so um and then i have the exact numbers but my mom gave me her commission because she's a real estate agent okay yeah so um she did the deal and then she gave me her commission for the closing costs and then the difference between the three hundred eighty-five thousand dollars um and then the the 350 what it didn't come to 350 it actually came out to like 342,000 okay because there's closing costs on the standard mortgage we take out of my dad's house right so the difference is like 33,000 so basically I owe my dad $33,000 got it yeah okay and so if you're factoring all of that together and you have HOA dues yeah so um my like monthly expenses is right around $2,300 so it's pretty nice it's pretty steep but um renting out on Airbnb, you could definitely make a lot more money than if you were just getting a. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I would probably, like, I wouldn't be able to get $2,200 a month, even if I was renting it As out. rent? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, monthly rent? I'd probably be able to get, like, I don't know, like, max 2000 maybe $1,800. And so, re- remind me when you bought it? In April of 19 is when, April 19th is when we closed, 2021. 20, okay. 2021, okay. yeah. So, uh, how big is it, two beds? It's uh, one bedroom, one bath. The bath is actually pretty big. It's like 606 square feet total. And it's um, in Wallingford, right on 45th Street. Nice. So it's like a really popping part of the city. It's and, a desirable location. Right, and that's really kind of the only reason I got it. Because it was, it was pretty expensive. But... Um, you know, the the only two the, the two factors of why I got it was because that building allowed Airbnb, which a lot of places don't. A lot of buildings don't mm-hmm. in the city, so that's definitely something to look out for if you you know if you want to do Airbnb. But also the location was just perfect in my idea. Like, uh-huh. I, I really like the location. It's it's literally right on on Forty Fifth. So, and um, so what do you rent it out for on a nightly basis? Well, it really all fluctuates on the on the season. You know what time of year it is, but um, in June, I put it up in May, so it took me like, you know, I closed on the 19th, it took me like two weeks to get it all ready and stuff, and I put it up on May, for the first month, I just put it up as $100 a month, I mean $100 a, a night, um, just to get reviews going, like, you know, get people coming in to get my reviews up, 
but then June, July, August, it was at 250 a night. Really? And like how, what is your occupancy rate or like how many nights a month? Um, Like June, July, and August, it was, I think consistently only four nights weren't booked. Wow. Yeah. At 250? At 250. So what does that break down to? Like what has your best month? Um, My best month. So actually that's not true. In June, I put it at like 225. So June, I made a little bit less than um, July and August, but July, I grossed 7,200. Wow. And then awesome. August, 6,900. So I guess I was a little bit less booked in August. I don't remember exactly. But that's pretty yeah. good, though. That's super solid. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah. So summer times in July, I mean, summer times in Seattle are really busy on Airbnb. Right. So it's are you def- kind of scared for the fall and winter seasons now? Um, I'm not really scared um, because, you know, the idea is that, like, the money you make in the summer. Yeah, you probably already you covered. Your I actually year. did the math on the drive over here, and I, with the money that I made, like I have fourteen thousand dollars right now. That's like everything I made after all expenses, like like in my bank account today, and that covers like that covers up until next summer. Oh, nice. All my expenses, and I also have bookings on top of that next, right. like that I've people I've already booked, and hopefully people will book throughout these next few months. So I'm like. Unless something big comes up, you know, knock on wood, I'm, I'm good. Nice. Yeah. That's super, that's really cool. Um, I have a few follow-up questions. Uh, when did you, so like when you first bought the place, um, the furniture, what, how did you stage it or like what was that process um, like? Well, that's definitely a big like factor of the reason why like I think I was so booked. Is my mom is really good um, interior designer. She nice. really likes designing stuff, so with her with a lot of her help we like got all the good furniture from all the different places actually target was we got a lot of stuff from target, target? They, have, they have some other stuff there yeah um but like world market and stuff she knows all the good places i don't really remember but um we got all the nice furniture i just listened to what she she had to say because she's been like like designing houses for like for herself and other people for a long time mm-hmm. she really likes that stuff so we put a lot like i, I wanted to invest a lot up front into the furniture so like I said, I think I spent like around two thousand dollars, maybe a little bit more on the furniture, versus just like going on offer up and Craigslist getting like cheap stuff. Does that include like the silverware or like yeah, that actually type of stuff too? Um, I got a lot of it. Um, two thousand dollars like to to get an Airbnb Airbnb up and going is like not accurate because I had a lot of stuff handed to me from my mom because when I was younger, she had her own Airbnb business going on for like. I don't know how long, a good amount of years, like maybe seven years, I think. So she didn't own any property, but she just rented out like units all throughout like Queen Anne, downtown. Um, and then she would just sublease them back on the Airbnb. So she had, I want, I like her height. She had like, I don't know, I think around 12 units. Um, so she, that's like 12 units fully staged. So mm-hmm. like over, the, that was like a, like a few years ago. She, so she sold a good amount of them of the furniture, but she still had like a, like at least two to three apartments worth of stuff in a storage unit. So I had a lot of stuff that was gifted to me for free, but then I bought like $2,000 worth of new stuff. Got it. So if you're going to get an Airbnb, it's, I mean, obviously depends on the size of the place, but to like fully stage it, like or fully set it up, it'd probably be like five to $10,000. Yeah, makes much. sense. Or five to 15, like depending on how many bedrooms, you know, but yeah. Nice. Um, what is the average like length of a stay? um i'd say like anywhere from well the minimum is two nights i have a couple two nights but it's mostly around like three nights to 
like seven nights. Really? Some people stay for like a week. Some sometimes even like, I, f- I think my longest day was like twelve nights or something. Really? Like that. Yeah. And are these mostly business people or just vacation people? Um, I honestly don't really know. I don't really like check on their profiles and stuff oh, and okay. ask them. But I would assume like actually I've had a couple messages saying like, hey, we're visiting family. They're just down the road. Uh-huh. The place looks so nice. Whatever we want to stay. And then also some people like, hey, we're, I'm staying two nights for work. You know, really ask me a question or something like that. So mm-hmm. I would say it's a really a mix. Okay, yeah. cool. Nice. And then, um, what are you managing it yourself? Yeah, um, I I manage it yeah by myself. So do you even do like the cleaning? Um, I did the cleaning for like the first month and a half, maybe maybe the first two months, but then I have a cleaner now that um, got over it. Yeah, <laughs> didn't want to do it anymore. <laughs> Just didn't really have the time. Also, yeah. I was not very fast at it, so it was very efficient. <laughs> is it hard scheduling with the cleaner to get them in there at the correct times? No, my my cleaner is really really great. She's um really she's really good at responding and you know being being you know just being a good good cleaner and um one thing that helps a lot is that i added her as a co-host on my listing so she can see like the calendar and i don't have to like text her like hey there's people who just booked for this time like yeah yeah that'd be a lot so she just like she just goes on like on the app checks the calendar and she knows when she needs to go nice how did you find her does she do other airbnb listings um she actually cleaned she helped out my mom clean her uh, some of her Airbnbs. Okay, nice. Yeah. So why did your mom get out of the Airbnb business? Um, she it was actually she was doing it up until the pandemic. So right when the pandemic hit, she was like, "Oh shoot, I'm like, I'm screwed." Yeah, vacation. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's interesting. But she's yeah. still. But then she pivoted into being a, like, getting a real estate license. Oh, so she's yeah. like newly licensed. Yeah, she yeah oh. she just got her. I think she's been at it for like I think this is her second or third year. I think second actually. I don't I don't remember. Um, but she's like fairly new to it um so yeah right when the pandemic hit she pivoted into becoming a real that's so agent. smart yeah. your mom's so smart because like yeah during that time right everyone's yeah. looking for houses or trying right, to move exactly. out of buildings it was pretty stuff. yeah pretty perfect Jeez, timing. your yeah. mom knows some stuff yeah <laughs> that's good awesome yeah i feel like i've been asking a lot of questions Gina. well i've actually yeah. already heard a lot of this because i've known loca for yeah. a little bit but um i don't know maybe like have you had like a the craziest experience like no, not really. Okay. I mean, you know, knock on wood, everything's been okay. Hopefully yeah. it'll be okay. People aren't staying for too long. Like the worst thing that's happened probably is someone just like kind of leaving it pretty messy. But even then, like my cleaner just handles it. Like it's never too bad because it's only like 606 square feet. Right. So it's nothing like, you know. Crazy. Yeah. What does it cost to get it cleaned? Um, the, I, I, she charges $65 an hour. Do you build that in? Like they yeah, pay that as like the, an yeah. extra fee. And then, and then I have, and then she drops the laundry at the, um, the, you know, the laundry mat and then they charge $15, uh, a bag of laundry. So it's $80 that I charge as a cleaning fee on Airbnb. Okay. Yeah. So what does the management actually look like since you have the cleaning taken care of? Like what is the day to day? Um, you know, it's really not that, it's pretty passive at this point, you know, knock on wood again, but uh, it's, I really don't, it's kind of on the back of my mind at this point. The only thing I have to do is just answer messages. Like occasionally my cleaner will have a question like, hey, we're out of paper towels. Can you order some? Yep, I got it. And then just take care of like that day or the next one, just get it out of the way. Um, but she like, she already, like it's all self entry so she can let herself in and like the guests can let herself, let themselves in. I have everything on Airbnb as self-explanatory as possible. Like I have as much like instruction, so they have everything they need. They don't need me to get in or anything like that. Any questions? And if if they do have a question, 
like if they if they forget to read something i've kind of like had them over the months so i have automatic replies to all like to the major like the frequent questions so if i get a question i just you know hit quick quick reply on airbnb and that just sends so it's pretty like pretty minimal on the, yeah yeah i would say like a couple hours a month really of like actual time spent on it do you list on airbnb and like another platform like vrbo no i just on airbnb um personally i think it'd be a lot more work to do both and i know there's software that you know mixes it together but then you got to pay for that you got to manage that itself learn the software versus airbnb it's really every i really like airbnb it's a really good company i think their user um, interface is really good very simple for the guests it's good too it's like it makes it really easy they do all the work for you if you think about it they do all like the, the marketing for you mm -hmm. like you don't have to go on craigslist and post your listing and screen all these tenants and everything like they have a million dollar insurance on your property so it's yeah That's i really cool. like airbnb yeah so yeah what's your long-term plan with all the profits that you're going to be making from this um i just want to pay down i don't want to take anything from my airbnb business like this this uh this one deal i just wanted to pay its mortgage down by itself so the for the home equity loan i only have the rate fixed for 10 years um I only have it locked in at 4% for t the first 10 years, and after the 10 years is up, I have to refinance. So I don't even want to deal with that. I just want to get it paid off in, like, less than 10 years. Is that like, an ARM adjustment? Uh, I, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. an ARM, yeah. It's an ARM, um, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's my goal. I need to talk to the mortgage person, like, at the end of this year, and I see how many extra payments I can make and what the smartest move is in terms of making extra payments because I don't really know about that, but I just have to talk with them. But... I want all the cash flow to just pay down the mortgage as fast as possible, and I hopefully want to pay it off in like seven to ten years, yeah. if possibly. And do you want to buy more Airbnb properties in the future? Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely want to get more Airbnbs. I don't know if that's the next property. I'm probably gonna go for a house hack because um, I'm in high school right now. So after I graduate, you know, yeah, probably take to, advantage yeah. of the fact that you're gonna be living somewhere. Exactly. Yeah, and probably try to go for an FHA loan. Yeah. And then house hack, pay pay that have that pay itself off. Yeah. So basically, I'm just getting like free properties right now. Yeah, yeah. That's, like that's the goal. I'm curious if you're gonna buy like another Airbnb, would you use a similar strategy, like go for a condo in a, one of these popular neighborhoods, or how, would you do something differently? That's a good question. Um, you know, I would. It's a tough question. I, I would say like definitely not get a condo again yeah because i don't like dealing with hoa yeah it's really not that big of a problem but it can be when like you're trying to get stuff approved like for example i'm trying to get um a I, I was i've been trying to get ac units put into my condo yeah um but the, it's a whole process with the hoa like you got to get a less smart contractor they got to drop quote they got to prove it and it's really not that it, it's not really that big of a deal but when you got a lot of other stuff going on it can be big of a, a bigger deal because versus like, you know, like you just find a contract, they just do it. Like you don't need to like get yeah. approval and all this stuff. Definitely. Yeah. But, um, you know, vacation Airbnbs is definitely something I want to do. Like you can definitely charge a lot more and like my, like, you know, if it's like a, uh, Airbnb, like Renix and Mount Rainier or something like that, or like just a touristic spot, like a lot of people are going to come. There's going to be a lot more wants. You can charge more. Um, so definitely, definitely get uh, into vacation rentals. But I also really like, you know, just like popping parts of the city. Like Wallingford is really good. Like there's a lot of stuff to do. 
Um, it's actually, I think, in my opinion, like the most, like, most amount of things you can do in a close walking distance is in Wallingford, and also like drive like ten minutes from downtown, ten minutes from, is uh, you know, uh, it's just a lot of stuff nearby. So. Yeah, Wallingford, Fremont. Is yeah, like definitely. Yeah. Super walkable. If I was gonna do another one in Seattle, it's probably gonna be in Capitol Hill. Yeah, Capitol Hill too. Or East Lake, because that's like a cute neighborhood. People don't really know about it. It's right on the waters. Yeah. A lot of cool stuff to do down there. But um, I'm definitely a fan of like Airbnbs in the city. I'm definitely a fan of vacation Airbnbs. Mm-hmm. So for you, like location is key. That's like the yeah, first thing you look for. Yeah, gotcha. Actually, my my listing title on Airbnb is perfectly located <laughs> Airbnb in Wallingford. Yeah. Nice. That's a good eye catcher. Did you have, um, but before you bought, did you kind of like price out what you thought the like income was going to be? And sh- were you shooting for like a certain ratio of income to expenses? Yeah, you know, um, I kind of did, but I didn't really do it thoroughly. I kind of just like, I didn't really, I just kind of just uh, eyeballed it, I guess. Yeah. I didn't really sit down and like crunch numbers too hard. I just kind of did a rough estimate and I'm just... I'm just, I'll, we'll see at the end of the year, like, how much money I'll make. It sounds like you're on a good track. It sounds like it's probably going to pencil yeah. out. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Well, I don't know what the winner's going to be like. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, what do you, in general, like, at the beginning, like, it's October now. Yeah. Um, do you kind of know what your October schedule looks like? Like, how far out do people book? Yeah. Um. Some people, it's you know, p- people are different. Some people book, like, like, the day before. Yeah. Some people book years in advance or not years but a year in advance i definitely like i have bookings already for june um oh, wow. but like for example i like on the car ride or not right before i i drove over here i, I took a look at my airbnb calendar and i saw that uh starting tomorrow i have a vacancy through thursday so then i was like shoot no one's booked so i was just like here i'll just change the price down to like i think i have i have a listed at like 195 a night for the month of october so then i just changed this tomorrow's Monday to Thursday uh, to hundred dollars, and then someone just booked it like literally. Oh really? Literally an hour after I did that, and they just booked the whole week. Oh wow! Yeah. So wow, so okay. So, yeah. that's, so that's pretty easy to do on the Airbnb platform. Yeah, okay. yeah. The platform is really simple. Cool. But it's really yeah, it's really depends on the the person. But like, if I took a look at my calendar this October, like I have like two weeks basically of vacancy nice so but again like i could if that comes up and it's like okay the vacancy starts tomorrow i could just change the price and hopefully you know someone books it just like it happened today yeah that's sick man you got that system locked in so yeah. that's like so cool yeah no you're killing it yeah that's thank crushing. you yeah yeah no, i'm definitely i'm inspired oh for sure me too i want one so bad yeah like, you have no idea airbnbs are super cool yeah and yeah. i think um this next like the so 2022 when 22 2022 starts i'm gonna i don't have money to get i also i don't have the financing capabilities to uh, buy another place but i'm definitely gonna rent out a place and then sublease it back on airbnb to get cash to buy a place and so are you if you're like approaching that situation are you having that conversation up front with the landlords oh yeah for sure yeah. definitely want to make sure that it's doable everyone's on the same page i mean it would suck if you like you signed a lease and then yeah. you got all that's all the furniture ready and they're like hey you can't do airbnb like definitely be upfront about it you know good relationship with the landlord and everything mm-hmm. i haven't done it before but that's definitely what i'm gonna do yeah yeah keep it keep it up you know 
clear what's what's gonna happen that sounds like something like pretty much anybody could do yeah no definitely um i actually was talking to someone the other day he he just brought up like hey yeah i'm actually interested in real estate i'm like really real estate and i was like like i don't hear a lot of other kids my age talking yeah, about for that sure. so and i was like you know, bro, something you could do, like, just to make some money is, like, you could rent out a place and rent it back on Airbnb. Like, it's really low barrier to entry. All you got to, like, get your mom to, like, sign a lease because you're not, you know, you got to show, you got to show, like, stuff. You got to yeah. prove that you can pay the rent. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and Which is a lot easier than getting a mortgage. Exactly. A lot, a lot easier. So, mm-hmm. definitely going to, you know, 2022, I might get, I might even get two, but I definitely want to get one other Airbnb and then. Have my mom sign a lease for me and then just do the same thing I'm doing now. So, nice. Yeah. Dude, keep it going. Get that dough. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be like retired by the time <laughs> yeah. you're 25. So what's your plan for uh, college? Uh, I, I don't really know. Um, <laughs> Is that on the radar at all? Or? I, um, I kind of decided that I want to do a gap year after yeah. high school. Figure it out. And then after, yeah, just kind of. Would you stay, just stick around here and do Airbnbs? And uh, I d- definitely gonna travel okay. when I take my gap year. Yeah, definitely cool, cool. wanna a lot of places in the world I wanna see. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's cool because like real estate is something that you can exactly. manage from afar. Exactly, so it allows you that flexibility. Yeah, the only like concern that I have thinking about it is like, okay, if I'm gonna be in a different time zone and a guest has a question, like checking in. Like I won't be able to respond, like, cause I'll be sleeping, but like on the, like there on the spot. But then I'm like, okay, I could also just get someone to respond to me. Yeah, you might want like yeah. a point person. Yeah. And yeah. and it's really not that hard. You just yeah, gotta yeah. like tell them like, hey, this is all there is to it, and they know how to answer the question. Yeah, for so. sure. So you gotta build a team. Yeah, exactly. That's yep. Awesome. Cool. Do you have any more questions? I so. think I'm good. That was really interesting, and I you know appreciate the time of you course. coming here and no, sharing. Of course. Thank you sure. for inviting me. Yeah, this you guys. was great. I think yeah. our listeners will really enjoy this great. conversation. And as always, Stella and I are here to help you guys out. If you have any questions, want to connect with us about purchase or sale of any type of real estate in our area, just give us a shout. Our contact information is in the bio, and we're also going to throw Luca's info up. Uh, I think we have a couple links there for a link to his Airbnb page. He has a website built for it, and then a link to his um, skateboard uh, ramp building business and uh we can link to his well tag him on instagram as well so if you guys want to check him out definitely worth a look um but yeah 